welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Coming to you from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and over there in DeKalb, Illinois. Welcome into the show. We're going to break down the Cincinnati Bengals season today. I'm, of course, your host, David On Point. Helping right there, Mr. TJ Hopkins, my co-host. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast as we go live basically every single day, bringing you guys the most up-to-date content. Um, and, yeah, this is my first show back since I returned from vacation. Uh, I was uh, driving back and forth between Colorado and here uh, in Indiana. So uh, did a fun little road trip. I am very, very sunburned. I know, TJ, you don't have to worry about that or deal with it, but I my my chest is all cooked up, man. It's it's bad. It's really bad. Uh, but I'm happy to be back here on the prom. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, TJ, I've been, like, completely out of the loop. On like anything going on in the world for like while I was on vacation, like I completely unplugged. So you may have to fill me in on the stuff that happened while we were while I was gone. Like what? I cannot hear you, TJ. If you're talking. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's uh let's get into Cincinnati Bengals. Like uh, what? Fill just... you in on what? I don't know, so, you know, you know, stuff has been going on. I mean, the free agency. I didn't. I haven't followed any of the free agency stuff uh, as much as I would normally have if I had been back in town. Like, you know, I would have been on top of that. Um, I, I know the summer league has started. I know they shut down uh, Victor Wembanyama. Uh, I know Chet Holmgren's been balling out. He grew a beard. That's fun. Uh, we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be doing a full summer league yeah, show just- uh, here next week. So keep an eye out for that content. Yeah. They just shut down um, Scoot Henderson, Scoot Henderson, and Brandon Miller too. So there's wow, that. what? Okay, That's interesting. Uh, let's yeah. get into Cincinnati Bengals. Let's talk about their storylines. Let's first talk about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase as a duo. Where do you think they rank as a duo in the National Football League? Are they the best duo? Are they in the top five? In the top ten? Where do you have them ranked as a quote-unquote duo? And where, you know where where where's the where do you have them? Uh, one second. You got me. Yep. I got a leg going on. Hold on. Um. Let's see. Kelsey Mahomes. Kelsey. Uh, I mean, they got to be right there, right? Three? I mean, they got to be two, right? I mean, it's like Mahomes and Kelsey, and then Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and then Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Are yeah, they're like top three. The uh, like I said, Mahomes, Kelsey, AJ Brown, and Joe Burrow, or AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts, uh, Tua Tagovailoa and Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Trevor Lawrence, and Kristen Kirk. Uh, Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb. Uh, Justin Herbert and whatever, whichever one of those guys you want to attach to Justin Herbert. Uh, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Yeah, I see you got some lag going on. It's all good. Uh, I, I personally think if I'm going to be ranking this duo, I think they are in firmly within the top three. Uh, I don't think that's even really much up for a debate. Uh, Travis, Patrick Holmes and Travis Kelsey is the number one duo in the NFL. There's no question about that. Uh, when it comes to two and three, I think it's close between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and um, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. 
the only real difference is that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have had more playoff success, at least over the last two seasons, that Savant Diggs and Joe Burrow have. Um, so, yeah, I think also if you wanted to join me and talk about the Cincinnati Bengals, I shared the StreamYard link into all of the places. Um, welcome back to the show, TJ. Hopefully, feel is lag a little bit better now. Yes, sir. But can you, you got me? I can hear you. Yeah. All right. Uh, as I was saying, yeah, I think they're firmly in the top three for sure. I think you can flip a coin between Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. I think those guys are that close. I think you know Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown are for sure like in the top five, and then rounding out the top five would be Tua Tungalo and Tyreek Hill, uh, more than likely. Um, but I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are within the top three. They could be the top two for sure when it comes to duos in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, again, nobody's topping Mahomes, Kelsey. Um, what's next? We got to see what's going to happen with the Jets and that new duo, uh, Rodgers and um, I, I guess Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Um, what's you can never count and, out and, and, Kirk I, and I kind of and I, and I need to see Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown do it again, like do it again for one more season. Yeah, yeah you, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson are, isn't even like I'm on a website right now. They don't even have those that that duo isn't even yeah, in the top the, ten. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Um, it's so disrespectful. It's that's, so, it's horrible. that's disrespectful. Uh, they gotta be in the top I, five. I, they I gotta, right, they gotta be top. I know. The, I, I know they get a lot of slack. Because like they talk about them a lot, but Dak and CD Lamb is definitely I don't know top five, but they the like, top if, some, 10. if somebody want like if a uh, an unbiased person want to make an argument for Dak and CD, it's not like you can't. It's not like they don't have an argument. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 have a case. Um, but Jer- Burrow and Chase as a duo, yeah, like they I give them top three. Like I said, I think it's Mahomes and Kelsey, Allen and Diggs, and then those. I, like you can flip a coin between the latter two. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, it's twenty five hundred yards so far uh, in the career of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow uh, passing yards in his three seasons as a pro. Uh, the first season obviously ended early with an injury, early but eleven, injury. basically twelve thousand yards in three seasons is pretty pretty outstanding uh, at the quarterback position. Um, yeah, they're in the they're in the top three when it comes to duos. Uh, moving on to the second storyline, let's talk about the ceiling slash floor for the Cincinnati Bengals team. Uh, what do you think the ceiling is, and what do you think the floor is for this team as a team that you know last season lost in the in, in, in the AFC Championship game, but the season before that they ended up in the Super Bowl. So, what is the ceiling and floor of the Cincinnati Bengals group? Well, that's the ceiling. Right when you win, and winning changes everything. Right, you. It's on like anybody can have one good year, anybody can get hot and win one good year. Ask Aaron Rodgers, right? You can get hot and win one good year, but the years after that one, everything changed because there's a new standard set. All right, so in everybody's opinion, the Bengals got hot, right? Three straight road games, and they went to the Super Bowl, and then they lost. The new expectation, and Joe Burrow even said it himself, the new expectation is Super Bowls. So anything less than a Super Bowl appearance, like that's the new standard now. You did like yeah. you set this like you set it up for like in a way you're kind of setting yourself up for failure because 
I mean, I think the Buffalo Bills have run into the same problem, right? I mean, they yeah. they basically set themselves up where their standard is so high. If you don't win the Vince Lombardi Trophy, that season's considered a failure. Even if you do win the AFC East, even if you do make it to the AFC Championship game, anything less than the Lombardi is basically a failure because you set the standard so high. Um, right. But, yeah, I think that's for sure their ceiling. Uh, I think the floor is still relatively high. I think they're for sure, like, at least – at the very least, a wild card team in the AFC. Um, yeah, the they're division, not, if, right. if, they're, if their floor is not even winning the AFC North. But divisional is probably their floor. Like the divisional round. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, moving on to the final category, let's talk about this secondary. Uh, lost a lot of big-time pieces in the offseason – uh, especially at the safety position. If you're a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals, how concerned are you about this secondary? Uh, going in with uh, Wuzier, who's coming off an injury as your starting corner, uh, Cam Taylor-Britt, who was solid as a rookie. Um, Dax Hill, who's still transitioning over to safety, and Nick Scott, who the guy signed in free agency. Uh, they also drafted Jordan Battle, uh, I think, out of Michigan. And then they got T.J. Hilton as well, or Mike Hilton. No, T.J. Hilton. It's, it's, um, it's, the, it's, the, it's Dax Hill season, like, now it ain't like you re- replacing, you know, Mo and Curly back there in that secondary. You replacing two of the best guys in the game, and and, and two guys who had rapport with each other, who you know played with each other for a long time, long time. Uh, Von Bell and Jesse Bates. Third. Jesse Bates. Uh, like, I think you, they were. You, they played five years together. I think. Like you are replacing. Like you ain't just replacing. You know, Joe Schmo and and his twin brother back there. Like no, you were replacing two all. Like two all pro caliber dudes. Like that's not an easy replacement. That's not an easy fix. That's not a all right, next man up kind like you have to have that mentality, but that's not what that that's not what this is. Hey, the guy that's taking Jesse Bates' spot or for coming in behind him, bro. Do you know the shoes you gotta fill? Yeah. <laughs> Like, do you do you know? Like, do, do you know? I mean, who I mean you Jesse, Jesse Bates became the most highest paid safety in the history of the NFL for a reason. I mean, for a reason, good. Dude's good. Mm-hmm. He's also uh, he's also from Fort Wayne. So shout out to Fort Wayne, Indiana, for Jesse Bates the uh, third. He went to Snyder, uh, also where um, Rod Woodson, I think, went to college, high school. Um, cool. You know, we know, and we know about his toolage. Yeah, like. And Von Bell again. I'm I'm pretty sure there are strong safeties out there better than Von Bell, but hey, Von Bell ain't no slouch by any means. Like that's a what would you give Von Bell? Top seven, top seven strong safety in the league. I mean, that's kind of hard to. Uh, he's for sure in the top ten. I, I don't really know. I mean, he's a he's a starting caliber safety who's been productive. Uh, everywhere so, he's gone, so, he played so, three really good seasons in New Orleans, and he played two really good seasons in Cincinnati. So, so, but just think about what you said, though, right? You're replacing a top two or top three free safety and a top ten strong safety. Mm-hmm. Think about what you're replacing, and you're coming like you're asking a a second a second year guy in Dax in uh, in Dax Hill, who I'm sure is gonna he gonna hold his own. That's still a big that's still a big spot to fill. And then you probably gonna I don't know who gonna get the starting free safety spot. It's it's gonna be Nick Scott probably. Uh, he played he was Super Bowl champion. He played three seasons as a member of the Los Angeles Rams. Comes over to Cincinnati as a free agent. Uh, he's got four career interceptions, two forced fumbles, 157 tackles, and nine pass deflections. Shoes to fill, bro. Yeah, like 
It's going to be tough. Um, I, I, I think if the Cincinnati Bengals team did have a quote-unquote weakness, as much of, as far as what's the offensive line that we talked to death about, you know, last offseason. But the secondary has got to be a bit of a concern. You got two corners that are a little bit unproven, a little injury, injury prone there on the outside. And then the replacing two borderline all pro safeties is going to be tough. Uh, I would be very concerned about the secondary, especially going up against Lamar Jackson with his retooled offense, going up against Kenny Pickett here too. And what should be a better Deshaun Watson performance in Cincinnati, I mean, in Cleveland uh, with that offense. So I would be pretty concerned. And not to mention, you're gonna to have to play a game against Buffalo. Probably gonna have to, you have to play a game against Kansas City as well. Um, that's a tough. That's a tough ask for a safety, a secondary that's kind of being pigeonholed together there. Uh, you know, they got to go against the Rams in this season. They got to go against DK Metcalf, Anton Lockett in Seattle. Um, it's not gonna be an easy. Sl- it's not. I would be pretty concerned. Jacksonville is coming to town. They got to play Minnesota with Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, yes. I would. I would be. I would be concerned. Now, it's going to be, like, obviously, as the season progresses, you hope these guys get better and all that other good stuff. But, and yeah. You, like, and you hope they build up a rapport with each other back to kind of maybe not to, to what extent it was with the guys they had before. But it's got to be, hopefully, by the time the season rolls around, you're, you're, you're clicking on all cylinders. Oh, absolutely. Got to. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think about these takes, uh, these 2023 season tour lines for the Cincinnati Bengals as we swing into their NFL draft. Uh, you know, they took Miles Murphy in the first round as he fell as he was at one time. He was like a top 10 uh, lock, top 10 pick. Uh, they took DJ Turner quarterback out of Michigan. Jordan battled the safety out of Alabama. And so he fell all the way to the third round. He was mocked kind of in the first, second round. Uh, Charlie Jones, wide receiver out of Purdue. Chase Brown, I know you're high on uh, running back out of Illinois going there as well. Uh, Andre, I mean, I, I last name. Uh, Il, Il, I, yeah. Is that Iowa? Yeah, I think it's an Iowa Civis. Yeah, Iowa Civis, wide receiver out of Princeton. And then they took a printer, a punter, Brad Robbins, coming out of Michigan. And then DJ Ivy, cornerback out of out of Miami, Florida. Um, you know, I think it all comes down to Miles Murphy. This guy is going to be, you know, he had, you know, he had 14 and a half sacks from Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard. Uh, Miles Murphy is a beast of a human being. He's a very large human being. He had 18 and a half sacks in three years at Clemson. Uh, he should be able to get pressure on the quarterbacks. 6'5", 268 pounds also at the edge position. Can play inside or outside. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be – I think they want to create a revolving door at the edge. You still got Sam Hubbard. You still got Trey Hendrickson. Miles Murphy is literally listed as the second – the end behind Miles, uh, behind uh, Sam Hubbard. So, and they still got uh, what's his name, Joseph Osai. Joseph Osai. So it's like, yeah, you you wanna, it's it's like you want a revolving door of pressure. Like you, it's just because Sam Hubbard or Trey Henderson is coming off the field, don't think it's gonna be. All right, I got a little bit of a quote unquote break here. Like it's like no, they wanna they want guys that's gonna constantly keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. Uh the fact that a dude like you said like Jordan like Miles Murphy dropped in the first round, like I don't know why. He was getting top five grades at one time. Yeah. Uh, Jordan uh, battle like before the season even started, at, at before you know, when Clem before Clemson season kinda of went in the toilet right a little bit there. Um he was like a top 10, five guy. Like they were, he was, they talked about like that. Oh, his teammate too. Uh, his name is totally escaping me right now, but his other teammate that would play the defensive tackle edge position. Um, those guys were going to be like top 10 picks locks and they fall all the way to 28. That's, that's a good value. Yeah. 
uh, what's his name? Um, and guys like Jordan Battle and Chase Brown, like for them to Charlie Johnson, them to fall the way that they did, like especially Chase Brown. Like I know Chase Brown didn't like he. Chase Brown was a Heisman candidate. He led the country in rushing, and you got that guy in the fifth round. Yeah, he's a he was a Doak Walker finalist at Illinois. Rushed for sixteen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns last season. Sixteen hundred yards, and that's that. You got that in the fifth round. Yep. Uh, right. Charlie Jones, a uh, pretty good slot receiver. He gives you a kind of replacement, like Tyler Boyd, if he decides to leave uh, as he is entering the final year of his contract. Uh, Jordan Battle, he probably should battle right around with Nick Scott and Dax Hill to be the starting safety for that team. And DJ Turner, the cornerback out of Michigan, also comes from the same team that Dax Hill came from. Uh, ran a sub 4 3 at the combine, uh, which is stupid fast. And Andre Ayasovas, uh, obviously, you know, you know, Ivy League football is looked down upon. Um, but this is like coming into, what was it, his last season at Princeton, 66 catches, 943 receiving yards, seven touchdowns. For the, 6'3", like, 200 pounds. He was also a first-team All-American at the NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championships. So the dude's so I, think, I, think, I think that's the I think that's what uh what you call it. I think that's what people were marveling. Like he is fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is beyond like he is four four three forty. Like he, he is he he is fast. And everybody's like Princeton. That's what they um that's where he loses a lot of people, like Princeton. He went to Princeton. And uh, I don't really, I don't really know a lot about DJ Ivy, the cornerback out of Miami. Um, you know, <laughs> he just gives us some depth. He probably plays special teams. I'd be shocked if he plays any meaningful time at corner. Uh, well, put it put it this way: Andre Ayasovas is listed as the second guy behind T. Higgins. Like, on, I, I'm literally on the depth chart right now. If it'll go back to what I was looking at, yeah, depth chart. I'll take that back. He's listed behind Tyler Boyd. Same thing. He's going to yeah, get I mean, some he, he, He's going to get some time. He's going to play a little bit of free, a little bit of uh, special teams probably as well. Uh, another punter, I don't really understand this decision at all. Um, yeah, I you, know, just don't, you just don't like drafting kickers and punters. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like You could you, you could easily sign this guy in free agency. Um, I don't know. I know they, they lost that AFC championship game because they gave up a short punt. But I don't think that's a reason to panic and just draft a punter, regardless of how good they think he is. Just an interesting decision. But as overall in the draft, I actually think they did a pretty solid job. They addressed some areas of need. Uh, this is probably like a B plus B ish draft. Yeah, they got rotational guys. Again, Miles Murphy's going to play. DJ DJ Turner's going to play. Jordan Battle's going to play. Charlie Jones is coming off. He he had 110 catches his last season at Purdue. 110. I mean, he's Aiden Turner's number one guy. <laughs> and you got an immediate upgrade going from Aiden Turner to uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to free see, this is, I think, where the, a lot of the casualties came with the roster shakeup. Obviously, they gave the big money to Orlando Brown Jr. to try to shore up that offensive line as they continue to try to shore up that offensive line for two years in a row. Uh, if they mm-hmm. gave up a lot of sacks this most recent season, uh, obviously they signed Nick Scott, they signed Herb Smith Jr., but the notable departures there, you know, Jesse Bates III, Bond Bell, Jesse Bates III end up going on to be the highest paid safety in the history of the NFL. Uh, Hayden Hurst, uh, who left for Carolina, Trey Flowers, and Samaji Pirine, you know, maybe one of scoff at, but he was a valuable running back uh, depth yes. there uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's no longer part of that team. 
they did they did some other minor stuff when it comes to free agency. Nothing really that stands out. That but they yeah the big players that they lost and good. I mean good thing they gave or they got Orlando Brown. He should immediately make this team better. Um, oh yeah, because it's been it's been three years, right? Joe Burrow's been the guy for three years, right? How many times right. Joe Burrow's been sacked in three years? Yeah, a lot. They also signed uh, Kobe Ford. Uh, he most recently played for the Buffalo Bills, I think. Uh, like, like, he plays, like, he's a he's a guard, or he played for Arizona had, last season. If you had to put a number on the amount of times Joe Burrow's been sacked in three years, well, just like just guess. It, it's got to be like 120. 124. I'm, 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 uh, yeah, really? Yeah. Man, man, look at me. Guess what? Man, just came back from vacation. I'm on my game already. <laughs> 120, 30, 32 sacks in 2020, 51 in 2021, and four in last year. Yeah, and it, I, the, the, that probably doesn't even include the ones that he gave up that he was staying in the, in the postseason as well. Yeah, no, that doesn't. So yeah, you have to you have to address this offensive line. Kobe Cody Ford is a nice uh, rotation piece at the offensive line position. Uh, they got arguably the best tackle in free agency last season. Uh, four years, sixty four million dollars. It's also not a terrible deal uh, as long as they, as long as he can return it because he wasn't all particularly all that good this most recent season. Um, but if he can get back to the form that he was in, you know, when he was in Baltimore in that first season in Kansas City. Um, I, I just think it hurts to lose players as valuable and as talented as like a Jesse Bates the third. Like I would have probably prioritized bringing that guy back. But yeah. the, the all the other argument is you know you can get always get safeties. Offensive linemen are much more difficult to get. Yeah, and I think losing Hayden Hurst is going to be bigger than what they uh, what they plan for. Like Earth Smith Jr. still trying to find his footing. In this league, um, he didn't really do much in Minnesota, which is why they traded for um, TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, and that just shows you how what the Lions think of him because you not only did you trade him, you traded him to a divisional rival. So they well, they, did, they they did get a first round pick out of it. I don't I don't care. I don't care. They could have got a first round pick from anybody, but they got a first round pick from a divisional rival, and. True. Like, yeah, and Irv Smith Jr. was just, man, eh, you just haven't been working out so far. Hopefully that well, changes. Well, his, in his defense, you know, he, he tore up the knee and never really got, like, he he basically re, was injured, and then he spent last offseason rehabbing. It's this kind of stuff you talk about all the time, right? Like, you, mm -hmm. you spend that entire offseason rehabbing from the injury. You don't really get a chance to work on your game. Like, his first season in Minnesota – Izzy was like super high on him. Like he was valuable in quote unquote, you know, fantasy, but uh, he was valuable in fantasy. He was, he had some moments there and then he gets injured in the off season. That next season, he doesn't play at all that year after, you know, he probably rehabs the knee, he comes back. He never really finds his footing in that offense again with the emergence of Justin Jefferson. And uh, what's the other, what's the other wide receiver's name on that team? Dealing? Uh, no, Boy. not him. Um, I will have to look it up because I cannot remember. And then you trade for TJ Hawkinson, and you basically get totally replaced. But there's talent there. I mean, he's he's a he's one of those you know I mean, joystick type tight ends you look for. So 2019, 36 catches, only 311 yards, and two touchdowns. The next year, 30 catches, 365 yards, five touchdowns, and then last year, 25 catches, 182 yards, two touchdowns. But he got hurt. So yeah. 
Yeah, he only played in eight games last season. So it's so 16, 13, then eight. KJ so, Osborne. KJ Osborne's the guy I was thinking. Okay. So it's, but yeah, but I still think there's talent there. I think, you know, Hayden Hurst, I, I don't think he was a as, as talented as he'd been. He's, this is going to be his fifth team in four seasons. I mean, he's been bounced. He's bounced around the, the league for a reason. Like, I think he's a good tight end, but he's nothing life changing. And I think if you can get even a, a third of that, what you can get out of Hayden Hurst, I don't think you'll even miss him. Uh, Ursula should be a good piece there. Um, but given what they've lost in free agency, this is probably like a C. Yeah, obviously, like when you pay Orlando Brown, like when you get a premier swing tackle like Orlando Brown, <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, you, you said it. The the name of the game is pro- protecting Joe Burrow. Like you want you want to show up that left side. I mean, he's the franchise. I mean, he's the franchise. Yeah, I get. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I get you. C plus. I'll go C plus. Uh, you convinced me. C plus. Um, moving on from there, let's talk about what we think their schedule, what the record's going to be uh, out when the season's all said and done, and they first start the season with their in-state rival. They go to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium. TJ, do the Cleveland, do the Cincinnati Bengals get start the season in their winning ways, or do they fall the first game? I think when we did the Browns preview, we picked Cincinnati winning. So yeah, no need to change that. So Cincinnati wins. I will. Uh, I will also agree with you. I do think Cincinnati wins this game. Um, so I'll go with that. To the game number two, uh, Baltimore Ravens roll into town uh, with Lamar Jackson fresh off his fresh new contract. Um, do you think that Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens go into Cincinnati and beat the Cincinnati Bengals in a rematch of the playoff game, the wild card game of last year? Or was it one of them two? So I did this. I had a split for this one. I think I did, what was it, a home and home? So this is, yeah, so they win this one. So they 2 0, and, but they lose the game in Baltimore. I agree with you on uh, the home-and-home home split when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. Actually, Cincinnati sweeps the rest of the division. I think they beat Cleveland twice, and I think they beat Pittsburgh twice. Uh, and then the, you know, the next week after that, the Los Angeles Rams uh, come to town into Paycor Stadium. Uh, they play the Cincinnati Bengals, and I think the Cincinnati Bengals get up to a 3-0 victory. It's a 3-0 start here. Uh, I think they're if the game was in Los Angeles, have a little more pause about it, uh, but this game is in Cincinnati. I will take Cincinnati win this game. They move to 3-0. Yeah, I, was, um, I don't know what to expect out of the Rams. Um, I, I just hope. Does. <laughs> I, I, I just hope when they play this game, I don't want to hear in the Bengals when oh, the Bengals get revenge on the Rams. Like no, they didn't. They it's a regular season game. And not, to, not to mention this is even close to the same Los Angeles Rams team they beat in the Super Bowl. Like that they lost to in the Super Bowl. Uh, then they got three games in a row before their bye week. Uh, they go to Tennessee. They go to Arizona, and then Seattle comes to town. Do they lose any of those? Um, they try. They lose to the Titans if they don't take them seriously. Like if they let Derrick Henry run roughshod, if they don't contain him, they can lose that one, and they can lose uh Seattle. But the only one I realistically see them losing is Seattle. 
I do not think they will lose any of those three games. I think they start the season 6-0. and uh, They go into their bye undefeated. I think they beat the Tennessee Titans because I don't know what to make of them offensively. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals will be the worst team in the NFL this upcoming season. And then Seattle, uh, I'm sure that, that's that's the only game that gives me even a little bit of pause. But I think Cincinnati is just better than Seattle on paper. You know, because Seattle, Seattle has a secondary to match up with that receiving core. They do. So you got you you, you put uh, what's his name? Um, you put Tariq Woolen on like Witherspoon. Yeah, you put Tariq or... Woolen. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You put Tariq Woolen on Jamar Chase, and then uh, the other guy, the other rookie they they got, you put him on. Uh, yeah, put him Witherspoon, on board. right? Witherspoon. They drafted and Witherspoon. You put, and you draft and you put Devin Witherspoon on uh, on T Higgins or Tyler. Boyd. Like yeah, so they got the secondary to match up with them. It's gonna that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be I, fun. It will be. It will be a very entertaining game. Uh, and then after they buy, they play two game, two games back to back against two teams that made the playoffs. One of the teams they beat in the playoffs. First, they go to San Francisco into Levi Stadium, take on the San Francisco 49ers. and then the Buffalo Bills come back into town uh, into a game against in Cincinnati. Um, how do you see this game shaking out? How do you see these two games shaking out? They lose both. I agree with you, actually. I think I think that the lock. The lock game for them to lose is the San Francisco game. I think that's going to be a tough place to be. I don't, regardless of who the quarterback is at that point for San Francisco, I, I guess it's going to probably be, um, Party Trey Lance, Trey Lance, more likely, probably. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they for sure want him to still be the quarterback. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo is just going to be. I think they're going to they're going to want this game more than Cincinnati just to get back on that playoff loss. Uh, so give me Buffalo to win that game. Yeah, this is um I was I was gonna say like this um this is gonna be a a bit emotional because what's his name? What's his, uh Demar Hamlin's gonna be back, he's gonna be playing. Yeah, yeah he's uh, uh he's already practicing with the Buffalo Bills. You know, yeah. So kudos to him, man. I mean, continue following your dream. Yeah, and they already had like they I'm pretty sure they're gonna have that's gonna be a a, a heavy talking point. Um, even more so than the playoff game that they played against each other, because the fact that Demar Hamlin is not just in the stands in the in the box watching, like he's on the field again, yep. like he's yep. he's gonna be playing. So, but yeah, I, I got them losing both, and we'll get to the 49ers. Like they just they gave up too much to get Trey Lance and to just I agree be with like, you on that. like oh yeah, we're we're then we found this new guy. We're gonna yeah no. Uh, the next week, uh, Houston, Texas come to town. I'm not even going to bother talking about it. They win that game. Uh, the next week, the Baltimore they go to Baltimore MTK Bank Stadium. Uh, how do you see that game shaking out, TJ? I said they split with the Ravens. So I think Baltimore. so as well. So I got Baltimore winning that game. I got them at 7-3. Uh, the next week, the Pittsburgh Steelers come to town. Uh, I think that they're going to win that game fairly easily. Maybe not fairly easily, but I do think they win that game. They moved to 8-3. Pittsburgh? Yeah. I think did we have them sweeping Pittsburgh? We had them sweeping Pittsburgh, right? I, I was not here for that episode, so no, uh yeah. Oh yeah, I think that was Izzy. Bro, that was one episode me and Izzy did. I think it was the Steelers. We legit agreed on every game. <laughs> well, me and me are doing that right now. Huh? So <laughs> we, we we agreed on every game. Um but yeah, I think they sweep Pittsburgh. I don't I, I just don't think Pittsburgh is there yet. Not yet. 
I agree with you on that. Uh, then the next week, Monday Night Football, we got the Cincinnati Bengals, the Battle of the Cats, as the Bengals go into TIA Bank Field in Duval County, Jacksonville, taking on the Jaguars. Who do you got winning that game, TJ? All right, this is the the battle of what's the word? I'm, what's the phrase? I'm, uh, the guy that this is the battle of who's next, right? Like, remember what I said? Like, they want they want to crown somebody other than Pat Mahomes so bad. Yeah. Like, like they like they just want somebody else to be the face and the future of the league just so bad. Like they was and what better game than these two dudes, right? Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence, the crown of, like, who's next? Like, just, just for Pat Mahomes to be like, nah, this is still mine. <laughs> like, Justin Herbert, like, all those guys, like, uh, like nah, like, I'm still like, bro, the like, guy. They, like, like, oh, yeah, I'm like, Pat Mahomes, like, I, I'm, I'm still the guy, like, so, uh, oh, this is also potential. They gonna hype that. They gonna hype the hell out of this game. Oh, my God. I saw Monday Night Football. Uh, uh, hey, I'm 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 not a gambling man. I try to be a gambling man. I'm just hey, whatever the whatever this is, whenever that is, whatever week that is, bet the over. <laughs> I, agree. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Over. But who's, who's winning the game, DJ? Jacksonville. I think that receiving core versus this secondary, and they just got Calvin Ridley. Yeah. So this is an offense that was dangerous without it. I actually agree with you. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this game too. So, I, you know, I just think Jackson, I just think that's going to be a, a madhouse in TIA Banks Field. Uh, I think the the fans will show out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't remember the last time the Jacksonville that? was even. I can't even remember the last time Jacksonville was even on a primetime like their last primetime game. What was it the the Saxonville year? So what's that? Six yeah, years? I mean, it's been a long time that I can remember them being on primetime. Um, where it wasn't like a Thursday night where they're just throwing the team a bone. Right. Uh, like, did you see the design? Oh, uh, no, you didn't. Um, I think the uh, the cons, they announced plans for a new stadium ooh. in Jacksonville. I got to find it and I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, the next week of this year, they go the Indianapolis Colts and whatever's left of the Indianapolis Colts coming to Cincinnati. Bang, Cincinnati. Yeah, they win this game. Yeah, you just hope if you're a Colts fan that Anthony Richardson is playing by this point, getting some meaningful reps. It does sound like the latest news out of Jim Irsay is that he's probably going to play week one. Um, the latest report uh, is that they want him to play. You can't you can't learn how to play football if you don't play. Um, I mean, and I and uh, I I am fully behind that. Like, but and Jim Irsay may not be the most emotionally stable person ever. So you know, uh, and I'm fully behind that. Either either you play him. Or you don't. Don't do this. Are right, we going week five? We just going to throw you in there. Like, no, because that, by that point, teams are already well oiled and ready to go. And it's just like, no, we, if you start them off week one, you rusty, they rusty. We all rusty together. Let's go. Uh, the next week, the Minnesota Vikings come to town. Uh, you know, the battle against, you know, Justin Jefferson versus Jamar Chase. Uh, I don't think they've played each other yet in the NFL. Um, I don't game. think they have. No, Battle of the Gritty. <laughs> so it'll be Battle of the Gritty. Uh, but who takes the cake when it comes to the Battle of the Gritty? Vikings? Bengals? I, that's, um, I, I know we haven't done the NFC North yet, but I think this is the last hoorah for Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. I, I, think- I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Whatever the Minnesota, if Minnesota doesn't win the Super Bowl this season, I think there's going to be a major <laughs> roster shakeup there. Uh, you could probably argue win, lose, or draw. They probably going. They're probably going to do that anyway. 
Yeah, I mean, the roster is uh, expensive. I mean, you can't even get out of the first round in, so, in many seasons. I, I think with Ziggy Wolf is still the owner of that team. I think he's going to want to try to shape up, shake up that yeah. roster a little bit. Uh, full Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville, Minnesota. Uh, give me Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati. Wow. I don't think it's going to be close either. We are finally disagreeing on a game. I'm actually going to take the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. I think they're going to have the edge rushing presence to get after Joe Burrow and make things difficult. Really? I also I think won't. they have the. I also think they have the offense that can give the Cincinnati Bengals team of problems. That uh, they do. I will take I will take the Minnesota Vikings, but would I be shocked if I'm wrong? Nah, not at all. <laughs> uh, the next week they go this is a, they go to Pittsburgh. Uh, we already talked about Pittsburgh. They're sweeping the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I agree with you on that. Nah. The next week we got the battle rematch of the AFC Championship game. Actually, the AFC Championship from the last two years. Uh, we got the Kansas City Chiefs come going. They're going into Arrowhead take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, depending on how the season shakes out. Kansas City could everything locked up. So could Cincinnati at that matter. Uh, who do you see winning this game? Uh, week 16 in Arrowhead. Uh, week, week 16, because of the odd number of games, no one is resting anyone unless for sure, for unless mathematically you are like locked in. All right, by, by this point in the season, if the next two weeks don't determine seeding, don't determine anything for these two teams, if they got everything – like if both teams are one and two, and like no matter the outcome of this game does not matter, then uh, then I, and I, only I, 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 I do not envision that being a scenario. There hasn't been a scenario like that since they switched the playoff seedings. Like it's just exactly. not going to work out that way. So yeah, but like the 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 thought of play like teams resting guys like that, I think those days are over with. Uh, also, I just think these two dudes, Mahomes and Burrow, I just think they're just too competitive for that. Like they just not finna, they not finna go for that. <laughs> they're like, no, no, I'm not sitting out. He ain't sitting out. Not, 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 not to mention, this is a matchup you may see again. I, I don't think you necessarily want to take your foot out of the gas if you're like gonna see this team again at some point. Absolutely. Like you do not want. Yeah, you, you don't want to give them any kind of. Well, either way, somebody's going to have some kind of quote-unquote mental edge because it's a game, you play it, somebody has to win, somebody has to lose, right? Yep. Um, but I think because – like, unless, unless it's like a draw, you know, like it goes to overtime and totally wins. Don't even get me started on that. And, <laughs> the only, and I only think that's not even the case because, like, these two teams have matched up with each other so much in the last three years – it's hell. What can you throw at me that I haven't seen already? Uh, with that being said, I do think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win this game. This game was at Arrowhead. Um, that do, you know that, called- do you do you, do you know that do you know that Patrick Mahomes has never lost a road division game? Yeah, since like, he's been a star. Yeah, like he's never yeah. lost a road division game. So yeah, it's, AFC, unfa- it's unfathomable. Hey, AFC West, get it together. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll take Kansas City to win that game. I think they're gonna. Uh, yeah, I think they moved down to they fall to eleven and six, uh, eleven and five. And there's an uh, earlier spoiler. I think they beat Cleveland. They're eleven and six. When the season's over. Twelve and five. I have eleven and six. Um, I 
I think that that'll be good enough to win the division potentially. Uh, I do think the AFC North is going to be one of the most competitive divisions in football. I could see a scenario where all four of those teams end up making the playoffs, or not all four, just like are in the hunt for a playoff spot. Uh, it's not going to be easy coming out of the AFC North. Um, I got him at 11 and 6. TJ got him at 12 and 5. Let me know in the comment section. What do you think what Cincinnati is going to be this season? Also, the, uh, the one thing that we didn't talk about with, with, with Cincinnati, just just shut up and play. Shut up. You ain't won nothing. Now, I understand what's his name? Joe Burrow came out and said something in regards to the trash talking. Like, yeah, he won one, one, one. He's supposed to. Like, he's, he's, he's supposed to back his guys. No matter what, his guy's supposed to back him. No matter what, but to the rest of the league, you talk too much. Shut up. You the Memphis Grizzlies yeah. of the NFL. Done a whole do do a whole lot of talking for somebody that ain't won nothing. Shut up. Like what's and, his uh, name? I, I, I was it. I, I forgot who it was. Somebody was like Pat. Pat Mahomes got named something. Like he had won some award, and somebody was like. I think somebody was like Pat who on the Bengals like Pat who and Travis <laughs> Kelsey and then Travis Kelsey was like yo don't you ever in your life disrespect Pat Mahomes like that bro yeah but the guy's got two MVPs two 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 Super Bowl MVPs he's won two rings I mean the the, the fact Pat Mahomes is what, he's probably gonna go down as like the greatest quarterback ever like when it's all said and done like let's be real like when, yeah bro like, it's like just just. If y'all win it this year, then hey, talk all talk all you want because you earned that right. But y'all talk a lot for a yeah, team. They, that, they, they are the Memphis Grizzlies of the NFL. You're uh, the Memphis on the, of the NFL. <laughs> on that note, uh, thank you very much for checking us out here. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we'll be back here next week as we start to dip into the NFC North. Uh, you know, the Black and Blue Division. Uh, me, TJ, and Izzy's favorite. Uh, Matt James, too. We're fans of that division, teams of that division. So I uh, can't wait for that content. Uh, we're also going to be breaking down the Summer League. I don't know if I'll do that tomorrow or if I'll do that some point next week uh, because there's been some interesting stuff that's been coming I'm, out of the Summer League now that I'm trying I'm, to catch I'm, up with it. I'm free on Saturday if you want to do that one Saturday. I don't know what time I'll be home on Saturday. So let's keep that on hold. Uh, we'll keep the schedule kind of loose for right now. Uh, but for sure, NFC North content next week. Uh, keep an eye out for that content. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. David Huffman, TJ Hopkins. TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat. And I'm trying to figure out what I want to eat. Hey, Chipotle or Chinese food? Chipotle. I'm not a Chinese fan. fan of oh, you uncultured son of a. <laughs> See you later, man. Ha, ha, ha.